It's Thursday, February 23, 2012. It is perfectly reasonable to try to get to somewhere between $2 and $2.50 a gallon. The Republican presidential crazy train stops in fantasy land on gas prices. Fossil fuels are cheapest only because they're subsidized and they don't pay their costs to society. While the oil industry fights to keep its subsidies. A mine official is charged in the West Virginia coal mining disaster. Canadian scientists say the Canadian government is suppressing science. Plus, mutant two-headed trout. Yep, mutant two-headed trout. All of that and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. No teleprompters, no written speeches. The opportunity to see what's in here. Uh-oh. What's up here? Oh, Rick, don't do it. And what's burning down here? Oh, you had to go there. There goes my lunch. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, setting aside what's burning down there for Rick Santorum, what else do you have for us today? Charges have been filed in the Upper Big Branch mine explosion in West Virginia that took the lives of 29 miners two years ago. The Charleston Gazette reports that the U.S. Attorney for West Virginia has charged one superintendent of the Upper Big Branch coal mine with felony conspiracy in the probe of the 2010 mining disaster, alleging the Massey Energy Mine Superintendent Gary May plotted with others known and unknown to put coal production ahead of workers' protection and then covered up serious safety violations, including falsifying records, and tampering with equipment that would have revealed dangerous working conditions prior to the explosion. So far, May is only the second low-ranking official charged from mining company Massey Energy. Thanks for covering that continuing story about the deaths of those miners. That was knocked off the front pages by the BP oil disaster in the Gulf. So glad you're staying on top of it. The Republican presidential campaign crazy train has stopped in fantasy land on gas prices. Candidates Newt Gingrich and Rick Santorum have been blaming rising gas prices on President Obama. All because of the radical environmentalist policies of this president. It is perfectly reasonable to try to get to somewhere between $2 and $2.50 a gallon. The White House responded to these new attacks, accusing the president of purposely working to raise gas prices, noting that in reality world, the price of oil is set on the global market. There are no magic solutions to rising gas prices is clearly the effect of a variety of factors on the global price of oil. Industry experts say the rise we are now seeing is caused by Wall Street speculators and unrest in the Middle East. More drilling will not influence gas prices in the U.S., as shown by the fact that U.S. domestic production of oil right now is the highest it's been since 2003. Presumably, Newt Gingrich knows this. As one analyst put it, prices really only go down when there's an economic downturn, so he suggests that perhaps Gingrich is promising an economic downturn. How much of the rise in oil prices right now, the speculation, is due to the saber rattling concerning Iran? I don't know if anyone's actually been able to calculate the amount that influences the price, but it's definitely a factor. Meanwhile, all of the Republican presidential candidates and most Republicans in Congress have signed a pledge to keep in place $4 billion in taxpayer subsidies given to the oil industry every year. President Obama has proposed eliminating those subsidies to reduce the federal deficit. 
NASA climate scientist Dr. James Hansen at the annual meeting last week of the American Association for the Advancement of Science said that the public doesn't realize that these taxpayer subsidies for oil and coal distort the price of energy and are actually a big part of the problem of global warming. They have to understand that we can only solve the problem of climate change if we recognize that fossil fuels are cheapest only because they're subsidized and they don't pay their costs to society. We could, we could solve it easily and it wouldn't be painful, but we have to overcome the fossil fuel industry and their disinformation. Also at that meeting, Canadian scientists charge the Canadian government is suppressing science. Scientists who work for the Canadian government say a new policy requiring all press interviews to be approved first by officials who then sit in and direct those interviews is, quote, positively Orwellian, according to scientist Andrew Weaver of the University of Victoria. They say the policy has effectively muzzled science in Canada and the public's access to information amidst the major push by the Harper administration to exploit the oil reserves of the dirt. Alberta tar sands. Finally, the discovery of mutant two-headed baby trout in a creek in Idaho where pollution from a phosphate mine is dumped has led several federal agencies to launch a new review of federal standards for selenium pollution in waterways adjacent to mines. The mining company that dumped the pollution into the creeks where the deformed trout were found is requesting to be allowed to dump even more selenium pollution into those creeks. Don't know what you're complaining about. Everyone knows two heads are better than one. Meanwhile, I've got to drive across the desert to Today, and with these rising gas prices, well, it seems like that always happens whenever I have to hit the road. Go figure. For more on all of our stories today and the ones we didn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report and help fill my gas tank. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report.